0: Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News
1: Report. By taking away the state oversight, that removed checks and balances and it lessened the environmental protections. In both Florida and the UK, rollbacks of climate policies exacerbated deadly climate disasters. Toxic smoke blankets the Pacific Northwest as heat and wildfires drag on in October. Plus... We cannot afford new oil and gas. Going to see everything we know and love. Tomato soup, a priceless painting, and a climate protest.
0: All of those protests and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. They're cleaning up in Florida, our friends in Florida from uh, in several states from Hurricane Ian. Uh, but it's not over. Thousands of people in South Florida are still without cocaine. <laughs> There you go. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know everyone is freaking out about this protest and the tomato soup, but let me just underscore, it was 88 degrees in the Pacific Northwest, I think in Seattle over the weekend in mid-October. Good lord what's going on
1: Yes, we'll get to that in a moment But first, two youth climate protesters Were arrested at London's National Gallery On Friday after tossing Tomato soup on the glass covering Of the iconic painting Sunflowers by Vincent van Gogh The painting was unharmed But the protest by Just Stop Oil Brought international attention To the new conservative UK government's Expansion of oil and gas extraction In the North Sea That contradicts the country's commitment To reduce fossil fuel use that causes dangerous climate change. So just to underscore, because I know everyone freaked out about this, they didn't ruin
0: the actual Van Gogh painting. No. It was behind glass.
1: Exactly. Okay. And you're right. The protest sparked a lot of debate over climate crisis communication tactics. It highlighted causing damage to something valuable as a counterpoint to the irreversible damage of the climate crisis. Although other people would note that voting likely has more direct impact. Mm,
0: maybe. But I tell you, a lot of people were really upset, really angry, thought
1: that this does not help the cause of uh, climate change. But it certainly made you look. I guess it did. The protest came on the same day that a new report linked the U.K.'s record heat wave this past summer to a record high number of excess deaths among England's elderly from heat-related illnesses. And now, amid a global energy crisis, a new analysis by non-profit climate research firm Carbon Brief has calculated that the U.K. imports of costly natural gas would be 13 percent less today if its conservative-led government hadn't slashed renewable energy and climate policy. 10 years ago. Mm,
0: so, this isn't really about saving money and that moving to renewable energy is just going to cost us too much money?
1: No. The analysis found that thanks to renewable energy projects that the UK did build, uh-huh. demand for fossil gas electricity is half today what it would have been otherwise. Huh, go figure. Rollbacks of climate policy in Florida also had costly consequences. Areas decimated by Hurricane Ian might have been spared some disaster if back in 2011, then Governor Rick Scott, the powerful real estate lobby, and the state's Republican-controlled legislature hadn't killed off the state agency that managed development in risky, vulnerable areas for mm-hmm. climate resilience. Mm-hmm. Weak growth management laws triggered a lucrative building boom of unchecked growth that destroyed the state's natural storm buffers and put more people directly in harm's way, ensuring even greater damage.
0: And several of those Republicans are on the ballot Florida this November. I guess the only question is, will they ever be held accountable?
1: Yep. Now, Senator Rick Scott and fellow Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio, who is up for re election, voted against funding for climate resilience projects in their state in last year's bipartisan infrastructure law, and they voted against the new climate law. In a local news interview, Scott suggested that the federal government ought to do less for Americans harmed by disasters. You know,
0: you take personal responsibility. Government's there to be. Be helpful, but as we all know, government doesn't have unlimited resources, and um, and as you know, the government is running big deficits right now. So it's going to be harder and harder in the future for the government to be the the backstop. So it's all up to the people to take care of themselves. Never mind the tax dollars that the people already gave to the government to help protect against things like hurricanes. Uh, it's every man for themselves, I guess, according to Rick Scott.
1: And, as you mentioned, over the weekend, Seattle, Washington, broke a heat record, hitting 88 degrees, the latest day in the calendar year to date, obliterating the previous record by 16 degrees. Heat and extreme dryness are driving an unusually high number of wildfires for mid-October in the Pacific Northwest all the way up into Canada, according to the Federal National Interagency Fire Center. Air quality in the Puget Sound has, again, reached unhealthy levels due to the fire.
0: It broke the previous record by 16 degrees? Yep. Everything's fine. Why worry? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Please help progressive voices support
1: the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate.